you once again it is the voice of j culture welcome back to the voice of j culture podcast now we're gonna get straight into this it is the end of the year the year is winding down and wrapping up and with it brings the advent of game of the year discussion debates arguments fist and knife fights no we don't we don't endorse any of that but we do like an uh it's always a good time for a good game discussion so the game awards hosted by jeff healy and then uh, also there are other platforms such as the Golden Joystick Awards, which we'll be, we will be discussing later. Now, the Game Awards, um, they do not have their nominees up as of right now. That will happen on November 18th. Um, and I've noticed that, um, you know, just, just observing in years gone by, what I will say about the Game Awards is that there always seems to be a bit of political wrangling or political you know aspects to the show i remember last year it, it just felt like to me as an observer that they were edging you know towards nudging certain games towards um certain honors uh, i don't know if that's the case I, I cannot say that i'm not in a position to say so but it just felt that way and i feel like i wasn't the only one who was uh suspecting such or seeing such or if not just raising the question it's like you know what just to put it to bed and, and address the elephant in the room. Can we have more transparency in the selection process, the voting process, the nomination process, etc.? And 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 that happened. Um, it felt like they were trying, or it felt like there was an air of inevitability that Death Stranding would have got the you know the biggest prize when it was such a divisive game, you know, and um, many people wouldn't have been happy with that. Not that it's you know a crowd pleasing affair but it was so divisive they ended up it felt like there was a bit of a climb down somewhere and they gave it to control along with that i mean even that wasn't that much of a popular um choice in the end there were other games there were um there was fire emblem three houses that a lot of people were salted at not not per, i would say that it didn't get game of the year per se but that it wasn't entered into, say, the RPG category. I remember that was a big bone of contention. I think it went into the, the strategy um, bracket, if I remember. And it was just another point of contention last year. And to the point where they had to you know, pivot really quickly and end up creating a whole other you know, category and voting process, elimination process, uh, that sort of went down as the people's choice so it wasn't intersectional it wasn't you know done by uh genre it was open to every single game and it was voted by the players which are the most important people in the industry and the vast majority of people in the industry so the the actual players who play the video games were able to vote on which game altogether you know as um an entire community which game was the best game last year and wouldn't you know it it was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I think that needs to come back, so I would like to see that back. Now, it differs from the Golden Joystick Awards, which they seem to have some very late entries. Um, I think I prefer the Game Awards way of handling it in that they keep the very late uh, game entries of the year and they reserve them till next year. And allow those games time to bed in and settle in and be properly clocked and you know and examined and played and have a, a formulated opinion on so 
We'll see how that goes. It's always an exciting time of the year. We tra traditionally have E3 during the summer and then the Game Awards start towards the end of the year. So we have that to look forward to. Yes, now again, it is important to note that the Game Awards with Jeff Keighley is not the only end of year Game Awards shindig going on in town. Uh, there's also the Golden Joystick Awards and various other things that is happening. So sticking with the uh, Golden Joystick Awards, um, I have an excerpt here from gamesradar.com that reads as follows. Golden Joystick Awards 2020 nominees. The Golden Joystick Awards will be held on the 24th of November and voting has opened for the Ultimate Game of the Year Award. The award is voted by the public and will recognise the best game of 2020. There are 20 games on the shortlist for this year's Ultimate Game of the Year Award and represent an exciting mix of big-name blockbusters and innovative indies. It's a tough choice to be made, but voting closes 1pm GMT, Friday 20th of November. The nominees are as follows. Starting off with Animal Crossing New Horizons, The Last of Us Part 2, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Crusader Kings 3, Four Guys, Hades, Half-Life, Death Stranding on the PC, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Demon Souls the PS5 version, Ghost of Tsushima, Factorino, Spelunky, F1 2020, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Doom Eternal and Genshin Impact. So a couple of things there. For one, I'd love to see Genshin, Genshin uh, Impact on there uh, as part of the nominees. How many of those make it to the shortlist of the actual game uh, nominees uh, with a real viable chance of winning the major runner remains to be seen. Uh, Genshin Impact, I think, you know, the developer there has done an amazing job um, on their first console outing there able to bring a cross-platform beautiful looking game albeit in many ways a rip of breath of the wild but it's, it's still a very interesting game that i think deserves a look at and for you to take your time and play and uh, see what it's all about you got final fantasy 7 remake and you know there, there's been controversy in terms of remakes getting uh, consideration for games of the year not I'm not speaking about on this particular platform, you know, the Golden Joystick Awards, but on, on others that has been a uh, topic of discussion. Um, you've got indie games in there, the likes of Hades. Another uh, point to be made is that you've got games that came very late in the year, which have uh, made it in there, the likes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. There's Hades, which again is an indie game, but it's also a game that, if I'm not wrong, has, has been out before. I'm not sure whether it's, you know, getting mentioned here because it's reached, you know, other platforms like the Switch, which is taken off and done, you know, being uh, typically well received on that platform because of the type of game it is, indie game, uh, you know, your roguelites and all that comes with it. Four guys, you know, huge rise to prominence, um, this year, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and um, that is the huge, huge, hugely popular, massively selling game from Nintendo, which I suppose that game will hold, you know, it'll carry a lot of good favor because, you know, with all things that have happened in the year with regards to, you know, global pandemic and, you know, civil unrest and all the rest of it, that game has, I don't want to say, you know, perfect for it but it has helped people get through some of the 
the ills of this year you know sit down relax and you just got so much time on your hands and that game has really helped people bed in especially during that first phase of lockdown so you know that's the nominees for um the golden joystick awards i'll leave that with you as always your feedback is golden what would be your game of the year what do you reckon 2020 this year of all years which is the standout game for you please get back at us thank you for your time because you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me your feedback is golden so please do reach out and we'll speak again soon all right safe